Welcome to the Soulful Cottage, where we dive into an eclectic mix of topics that include, but are not limited to, metaphysical spirituality, holistic wellness, and the paranormal. The Soulful Cottage encourages open dialogue, critical thinking, and a celebration of diverse perspectives. So come on in, grab your favorite beverage, and get cozy by the fire. The Soulful Cottage awaits you. Before we embark on our journey in this podcast, we want to emphasize the importance of your well-being. While the Soulful Cottage is dedicated to discussing metaphysical spirituality, holistic wellness, and the paranormal, we must underscore that the information provided here is for informational and entertainment purposes only. We are not licensed medical or mental health professionals, and the content shared in this podcast should not be considered a substitute for professional medical, psychological, or psychiatric advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you are experiencing physical or mental health issues, we strongly encourage you to consult a qualified healthcare professional. Welcome to the Soulful Cottage. I'm Christine. I'm Adela. And today we have an extra special guest and I'm super excited. We have Holly Jeanette. She is the co-creator and love ambassador for the Love Revolution. Welcome, Holly. Hi, welcome. Good morning, ladies. I'm glad to be here with you. We are so happy. We're so glad to have you. Mm -hmm. So, Holly, can you tell us a little bit uh, about the Love Revolution? Yes. So, the Love Revolution is something that stemmed out of the climate of the world in the last year. Um, Things have just become so fear-based and so divided and so hateful, just really kind of a low vibrational energy. And um, I just felt this calling on my spirit to do something to impact change. And um, I began kind of calling on um, artists from various backgrounds and individuals from various backgrounds to start living out love and uh, urging from the biblical scripture that, that urges us to do all things in love. Um, and so the, the love revolution is based on the idea of doing all things with love, um, out of the intention of love, out of the intention of um, respecting those around us, caring for those around us, being, being the hand of God in the world rather than, than being judge and jury, rather than going to war with our neighbors, embracing our neighbors, finding ways to um, amplify the positive, the love and to unify all, to find the common threads that unite us all rather than those things that separate us. Oh, I love that. I love that. So what, what really, what sparked this for you? I just think that, you know, these last three or four years have been pretty wild. (laughs) Um, (laughs) To say the least. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's absolutely been in so many different ways. I, I think, you know, all over the world, um, but I mean, you know, we, we see it, we see it in our own homes, in our own communities, in our own countries. Um, the world, the world has changed. The world has become a place that, and, and it seems by, by design, not necessarily God's design. Right. Um, it seems by design that we have been kind of ripped apart. It seems, uh, it seemed to me that we, it felt like we we're on the verge of another civil war. Yeah. Um, just yeah. factions of humans just pitted against one another 
when the truth is we we all want the same things and we all come from the same place and truly we are all connected we are all brothers and sisters you know there there is no difference based on our our geography or our skin color or um our lineage you know we 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 are we're all we are all connected and i just i felt like that needed to be um highlighted absolutely let me ask you let me ask you a question holly Um, yeah when you meet negativity let's say it's on a daily basis you're going to the grocery store or something of that sort and you meet that negativity coming directed at you be it a fellow shopper or whatever how would you diffuse that negativity and bring it back to love i think it's really important to recognize ourselves and others you know to mm-hmm. remember you know i've had a time that that i acted that way right uh, maybe not to the extent sometimes but but recall times when when we haven't been at our best when we've been short with someone um when we've done something not ideal and to recognize that there are always things going on in lives of others that we don't see Absolutely. and truly mm-hmm. yeah truly it's our it is our the most base parts of our humanity that unites us we're all imperfect there is no perfection in this in this earthly realm um and so grace grace is such a major part of that having grace and having compassion understanding i'm far from perfect but god has brought me this far um in life in spite of the wild things that i have done and the choices that i have made i've been given grace i've been given the opportunity to continue when I really didn't deserve a chance sometimes. I noticed too, like a lot of times when say somebody does something and it totally annoys us and we're just like, oh my God, it's really honestly a reflection of yourself and what you need to work on and what you need to look at inside yourself. Exactly. That's that's exactly what it is. I think that um, coming to recognize that we literally all of us all of us are made in God's image. All of us, we, we come from the same place. We are all, you know, we're one human family. And any time that I am critically looking at something and someone else and focusing in on that, that is an opportunity for me to see a place where I have an opportunity for growth. Absolutely. That's something that, you know, it's bothering me about them because I know it's not right within me. Right. It's something you just kind of need to look at yourself and be like, hey, okay, why is this bothering me? You need to turn inside, look at yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, also in that, um, paradoxically, the more that that we learn to give others grace, the more we learn to give ourselves grace. It's kind of a a back and forth. You know, um, I used to be very, very, have a very critical spirit towards others, just constantly judging them constantly being angry with them, constantly finding reason to, to be, um, you know, upset mm-hmm. with others. And as I, as I evolved in this season and had it revealed to me, you know, what that, what that shows about my own character, it's helped me to realize that, wow, Holly, like you are really critical of yourself. You really beat mm-hmm. yourself up. You tell yourself, you know, that you, you don't deserve redemption. You don't deserve grace. You don't deserve an option, things like that. Um, and, and that's something that I continue 
to work on. I think that our spiritual journey is a lifelong one. It's not like oh, absolutely. school where we have one to 12 years and then we're, you know, we graduate. Right. It's you're constantly, <laughs> right. constantly it's, learning. It's yes. really important to make sure that we manifest those absolutely positive um, to counteract that negativity every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And it's not yes. always the easiest to do. So true. So true. So what's a little bit that you want to talk about today, Allie? Um, I would like to talk about how kind of finding, rediscovering my spirituality, rediscovering my faith, um, and even exploring more and digging deeper into it has helped me to recover from a number of uh, different traumas in my life and even recover from addiction. Okay. Um, I think that a lot of individuals can, um, can relate to that. Um, Absolutely. So that's something I would like to share. I think it's important for us to share our stories as they can kind of help, um, you know, shed light on the way back to the path for others sometimes. Oh, yeah. It, can, it definitely can help other people on their growing path, on their healing path. And I'm a huge believer in sharing stories just for that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just in itself, being a woman and being able to uh, build other women up not saying just the whole world, which we want to, but that's a big spectrum. Yes, yes. Um, Women, and particularly I'm learning in this season, um, I've just just come to realize that I am neurodivergent (laughs) for the first time in my life. For for people that don't know what that is, could you give the definition? Yeah, so um, it can be ADHD, it can be... um, it could be uh, autism. For me, I have both. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so I call it ADHD, ADHD, right? Um, and and there's, there's a good number of us out there, actually. And I think that we're learning in this season that um, women have largely been undiagnosed um, or misdiagnosed. Um, it's not at all uncommon for us to have co-occurring issues such as you know, depression, anxiety, bipolar, mood disorders, um, things like that. But and why do you um, think? Why do you think it's more women? Why do you think that they are um, underdiagnosed as opposed to men? Um, I think that women are uh, we're taught to be polite, mm-hmm. right? We're mm-hmm. we're taught to be just so. Mm-hmm. We are we are taught to mold and conform mm-hmm. and be people pleasers from a very young age. That's, that's very um, true. Yeah, don't rock the boat. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Ask, yeah. ask permission for everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And even, um, you know, even I, I think that we're trained from a young age to start, you know, either subduing or cutting off parts of ourselves to fit in. Yeah. You know, boys are encouraged to... Um, Get out you there. Know, they, they, they act things out. They, yeah, yeah, right. Like, like, get out there. Be brave. Be physical. Go play. Have fun. You know, rough house. And and girls, um, you know, those are the best ways to regulate the body, which regulates the mind, right? Right. But but, but girls were told, you know, sit still, be quiet, be ladylike, be reserved. You know, don't go running around. You'll you know you'll mess your dress, or you know you'll sweat yeah. your makeup off, or you know. And so I think that. Uh, we we are conditioned more to mask the things that would give away that we have ADHD or autism. Yeah, that's you know, it's yeah. that sit, sit still and be a good girl. That totally makes sense. Do you, 
Absolutely. Do you believe that it could be a little bit of when we were raised um, because it wasn't so looked into, it wasn't so apparent as it is now to be diagnosed with those things? I think that is, I think that is a part of it. I think definitely, um, like for my generation, a lot of my friends, we, you know, I'm turning 45 in January and a lot of my friends, my childhood friends, like we're just beginning to learn now, um, you know, that, that we have these things because we have masked our whole lives. We have, you know, tried to sometimes unsuccessfully <laughs> tried to fit in, right? Right. Tried to be what they tell us to be. Um, and, and a lot of times we excel because we had to push ourselves. But at this point in life, a lot of us are burned out. Oh, absolutely. And, um, yeah, and I think it's good that in this period of time, um, the younger generation is learning. It was actually, you know, someone that I'm related to um, that's younger than me that brought it to my attention, um, that they had it. And the more that they exposed me, the more I realized, wow, that's me, 100%. Um, yeah. So I think it is helpful um, that it's being acknowledged more and that there's more information about it so people understand. I saw a quote that said, um, it's it's better it's better to, to find out that you're a zebra than to continue thinking that you're a broken horse. Yeah, I, I love like, that. Yes. 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 Oh, I absolutely love that. And it, yeah. you know, like you're saying, it is good that like the younger generation that that is, you know, it's being discussed more. It's out there more because unfortunately it takes sometimes a huge traumatic event in someone's life to even start to realize this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my daughter was even saying she's a sixth grade teacher and when they start out the school year she says there is no negativity in this classroom everybody is to speak positively about themselves and to raise each other up and i'm like that's amazing that you yes. realize that at a tender age of 25. right that's awesome yeah that's that's so important and and practices like that could could literally save the lives, could literally save the lives of so many children. I yes. was bullied horrifically in elementary school, and um, I know that a lot of a lot of the individuals who resonate with me these days, they were as well. You yes. know, and um, and I I don't think that I don't think it was you know intentional on the adults' parts. You know, I just right. think that they weren't aware of what was going on. Right. Well, I think a lot of that, too, is generational. I mean, how they were raised, you know, it just it, it passes down. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just a part of the things that you went through as you yeah. grew to make you stronger, supposedly. Yes. And, and that's a really good point that you bring up, Adela. Actually, in this season, um, really just this year, I've come to have just a complete shift, just a complete paradigm shift in regards to adversity. Um, you know, through most of my life, uh, you know, I was raised a Christian. I was raised in a church, right? And so, you know, the devil is, is doing these things to you. The devil is attacking you. Um, you know, anything bad that happens, it's the devil, or if it's because you, you know, you acted out of line, there's sin in your life that you need to eradicate, yeah. and then your life will get better. And for me, that wasn't terribly helpful. No. <laughs> you know, feeling no. that there's this this adversary. Oh, I know. You know, and feeling that I'm I'm constantly 
you know, inferior and unable to, you know, be enough or be adequate. And for me in this season, what I've realized is that I think, you know, I've come back to my faith as a Christian and, and I believe that Jesus came to redeem us so that we don't have to meet all the requirements. All the old stuff went away. Like, we're okay. good now, good. right? Yeah. And uh, just knowing that, knowing that I'm loved, but also knowing that a loving parent will discipline their child. They will teach their child. They'll give them life experiences. They'll give them a chance to ride their bike and they'll let go so they can experience that and learn from it. You know, they'll they'll let them try to climb on the monkey bars. You know, they'll, um, you know, they'll, the, there's lots of things that as a parent, it's hard to watch our children suffer. Oh, yeah. But sometimes, sometimes it's necessary to allow them to experience the natural and logical consequences of their actions, understanding that that is part of the refining process that will get them to be the best possible, healthiest, most enlightened most loving and successful version of themselves. Absolutely. Yes. They have to live. They have yes. to, to live. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's us. We have free will. Right? And I think that's largely that's largely what that's about. Right? right. We we're supposed to make mistakes. Yeah. We're not expected. Well to that's be that's perfect. how you learn. That's absolutely how you learn. Right. And if you don't allow like, your children to make mistakes, they're not gonna learn anything. Exactly. And think of like where each of us is today, Adele, Christine, me, we, we have all had different life experiences that have brought us to where we are now. Had things gone the way we had planned or had we done everything perfectly or just so as society told us to, as our parents told us to, as school told us to, if we had obeyed every law, stayed away from everything we were told to, we would not be here having this conversation right now. We would be very different women. Yes, we would, for sure. Absolutely. And that's where the the um, amazing love revolution, it sounds like, is coming in. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. That is love the it. I love it. Your daughter's now 11, correct? Yes. I can't believe that. But uh, <laughs> it's just oh, it's insane. So how how are you teaching her? Yeah, so with her, she's... She's going to surpass me in every way. <laughs> it's, it's so clear. It's, I mean, she was she was a miracle baby from the beginning. Just every single thing um, has has just it's amazing. But with her, she's we've we've always spoken. We've always spoken from the time that she was small, and um, you know, words have been very important to me always. Um, even before this season, where I kind of found you know, redemption and overcame a lot of my own past hurts and hang-ups. Um, words have been important. I've been careful to um, speak love over her and speak the truth in love to her. Mm. And of course, I'm not yeah. perfect. <laughs> no parent is, right? We have our moments where our tone may be a little harsh or we snap, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I'm certainly not denying that. I'm not claiming to be a saint, but... Um, you know, I've I've never I've never called her a name. I've never told her that she's inadequate. I've never, you know, any any of those things that make a child feel like they can't do something, um, make them feel like they are less than, make them feel bad for being exactly who they are. Um, you know, so I've always told her, and 
the other thing is she's a beautiful girl she's absolutely beautiful but i never wanted her to grow up defining herself as that because that was how i grew up being defined everything was about optics when i grew up you know um you have to look just so when you leave the house and you represent the family and what will the neighbors think yeah you know (laughs) so so for me part of the the love revolution for me is um both in my own practices and educating others to have more gentle and respectful and open parenting practices open meaning it's not a one-way street we don't just tell our kids how to be we have conversations with them we learn yes. why did why yes. did you do that what, what are your yes. thoughts on that absolutely yeah right? help, help me understand why did you do it this way help me understand why you made this choice and not just right. just, just just scream at them yeah yes and and just and showing showing that respect and showing that um that deference for their personhood, right? My my daughter, she she may want to wear something that makes absolutely no sense to me, <laughs> but why would I want to make her feel less confident in herself? That's a terrible way to start the day. If we're going out to face the world and all that it is, right, and some bullying kids at school or whatever, and then we've got our parent in the morning telling us, oh, geez, that looks ridiculous, or are you really going out like that? You know, we have to be careful that the things that we say to our kids build them up and give them confidence because a lot of times they're not getting that anywhere else. Absolutely. To make sure that our children know, yes, you decided to wear the tutu with the leggings. Okay. If, if the school calls me, I'm going to have your back. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's so different than the way we were raised. You know, I think, Yes. It, it was almost like it was um, it was an imperative. It was an imperative to to be just so to yeah. fit in. Yeah. And, you know, for a neurodivergent, that's not going to happen. No, no. That, and it just, <laughs> and it's, you internalize that. It, yeah. You and internalize it just, that failure. And it feels so suffocating because you're just stuffing who you really are deeper and deeper inside and just, oh, like you can't breathe anymore. Yes. And that's the, that's the burnout. Mm-hmm. That's that point where, okay, I really can't do life anymore. I don't even know how to function. I'm frozen. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck in my bed. I can't move. I can't do anything. I am a statue in my bed. This yeah. is where I sit. It's almost like you right. just, you just don't even know how to. Right. Yeah. And it creates the negativity that we don't want to see and we right. don't want to be, and we don't want to be manifested. Exactly, and we get stuck. We yes. get stuck. It's just, it's like this muck, right? This like the, the, the pit of mm-hmm. despair. Right? <laughs> <The> pit <laughs> of despair. <laughs> We're just stuck, and we can't find a way out because we, we don't know where to start. We're terrified of doing the wrong thing. Right. Well, because right? we've been, so we've been so conditioned by, so, yeah. We've been conditioned yeah. by society, our parents, um, yeah, our peers, and, yeah. Yeah. But I think our parents, I mean, not to not to give a little band-aid here, but <laughs> I think that um, being raised, a lot of our parents were by baby boomers, or by the, the World War II generation, excuse yes. me. Yes. That was the best way that they knew how. Exactly. Yeah. But now we're better. 
we yes. have to strive to be better. And, and I think that's the that's the task of each generation, right? Mm-hmm. I read something recently that I loved, and it was the idea that we want the ceiling for our parents to be the floor for us. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. build on what, you know, there, there was some good in what they taught us, right? There are some good right. things yes. from our ancestors and in our lineage. It's not all generational curses to be broken, you know, but... We, we can we can take that and we can build from there. We can expand, we can grow um, because we have we have more knowledge, we have more awareness. And you know I think this next generation, they are educating us. They are so wise. Yes, you yes. know just wise beyond their years. Yes. And um, yeah, I, it's, I always, it's like they're, they're raising us as we're raising them. Exactly. <laughs> and you know I always said if you can't learn from your child, you know you, you're not learning anything. That's right. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. So, what do you what do you envision for the love re- revolution? Um, I want the love revolution to become something that is around the world. I I want it to be impactful. I don't want it to just be you know a, a cutesy <laughs> a cutesy <laughs> little slogan or a cutesy little idea or something that's for a certain demographic or something that's done for clout or. You know, I want it to be, you know, this is going to sound so funny. This just occurred to me. Do you remember the happy face movement? Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, I want it to be like that. I want it to just, or the, the I am loved. Remember Hellsberg used to give out the little pins that says I am loved, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the jewelry store, I should say, maybe not the name of that, but <laughs> the little pin that said I am loved. And I, I want it to be like that. I want there to be little reminders everywhere that people look that they are loved that they are worthy of love and that that they can be loving to others and that they have power to change the world simply by choosing to be loving and um I, i'm coming out with with a merchandise line in regards to it um with the do all things with love as the I that's the that. title i love that i can't wait for that to come out i can't wait to see it everywhere so yeah, I just think it'll be great for everyone to be kind of reminded of it's really our only one imperative in this lifetime is to love others as yourself. I love That's that. That's it. I love that. Absolutely. That's fabulous. So say someone wants to jump on this bus, this love revolution bus, they're all for it, but they kind of feel a little overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. What is the one starting point that you would give them? I think that it starts within. Okay. And that, that sounds funny when, you know, I say this is about connection. Um, but for me, it began with reconnecting to myself, reconnecting to the divine. Um, because when, when I started doing that and when I started remembering who I am, that I am that I am loved, that I am worthy of love. Um, for me, that made it possible to start being more loving with others. Okay. And from from there, it's it's ripples. You know, it's it's starting with just little things. Anytime that you see someone um, that you could help them in the smallest way, you know, whether it's opening a door for them or picking up the, the toy that their kids threw out of the stroller or yeah. You know, the, the yeah. smallest things. Actually, you know, don't, those, yeah, go ahead, sorry. The, the, those smallest things 
are what can make the biggest differences. You know, you you're in a you're in a waiting room with a mom and she's got a toddler pulling at her, she's got a kid running around, she's got a baby cry, and you start entertaining, you know, just like making little faces or, you know, yeah. doing something, you know, with the, the kid to get their attention diverted or, you know, you, you see um, an elderly person who is, is struggling, you know, with a cart or something, you go over and yell, pull it out for them, yeah. you know, you, you see someone who looks like they're lost and, and you ask if you could help them. I mean, these, these are little things, They're little things. they create ripples mm-hmm. that expand. Adela and I, um, we just actually recently had a conversation about that. Like, you know, you go into the store, you know, even just saying hi, smiling to someone, complimenting yeah. them, mm-hmm. um, just, just that little baby step. And it does ripple. Yes. Because that, you, you, that, oh, God, that could change their oh. whole entire day. And then exactly. they can, you know, smile, say hi to someone else, open the door for someone else. And it's just, you know quote unquote I don't like this term but pay it forward you know yeah I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah and I think we don't always realize I think it's something I realized from a young age there there are certain populations that um you know they they do not get a lot of human interaction you know yeah. those those who are elderly those who are disabled those who might not have transportation those who have little ones at home um you know and and that might be the only time that they get out that month is that time that you see them, um, you know, and so that interaction that you have with them, that might be the only human interaction that they're really having or, or one of the few in, in that outing that is going to impact their worldview. So if they get a nasty cashier, maybe you showing them kindness, you smiling at them, showing them love will make them feel like, okay, the world's not such a terrible place. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 100%. Absolutely. And to not be judgmental of those who, even if you try to be kind, aren't accepting of it because we don't know what their life is like. Yes. We're not put in this world to judge others. Absolutely. That's vital. That is vital. So, Holly, for our listeners that want to jump on the Love Revolution, how can they contact you? Yeah, at this time, um, I am both on Facebook and on Instagram as Holly Jeanette Speaks. So it's H-O-L-L-Y-J-E-A-N-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. Holly Jeanette Speaks. Um, currently, I don't have an actual separate page for just the Love Revolution, either on Instagram or Facebook at this time. Um, it's all under the Holly Jeanette Speaks. Um, but those that is where I share my ideas on how we can you know, revolutionize the world and my own healing process being documented um, so others can follow along and hopefully find something that will help in their own. Um, I am launching um, the merchandise line. Um, within the next week, and that is already, the domain is already um, established, but I haven't put the merchandise on it yet. Um, well, let, so us, let is, us know when, that, uh, when you do that, and I'll put that in the show notes. Okay, fabulous, yes. So, um, that is the Love Revolution Merch, M-E-R-C-H, dot com. Awesome. And there will be, there's a full line of products there that, that say do all things with love. And that is the, the logo. Um, and it has a heart and it is just a reminder that I hope to see all over the place 
um, that, that that's, that is our imperative in this lifetime is to do all things with love. I love that. Do you care to share? I mean, you don't have to share, but uh, what some of that merchandise is, or is it kind of a surprise right now? Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm fine to share. Um, there will be, um, there's journals, there's clothing for all ages. Oh, nice. um, there's even, um, there's accessories, there's there's bags, there's um, there's actually even some footwear. Oh, yeah so yeah it's it's exciting and and even um candles and um mugs um and aprons Thank oh wow this, this you know this is a great time to start thinking about ways to give the people that we love oh i love that 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 is super exciting i'm so excited for you that is awesome you have me candles i know what i was like candle what wait candle <laughs> yes you had two customers right now, so. <laughs> there you go. You're well on your way. Perfect. All right. Well, Holly, we really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, it's been a pleasure for sure. And uh, I wish the best for your new your new line and for your love <laughs> revolution. And, um, yeah, so listeners, you know how to get hold of Holly now. And we will have all that information in the show notes as well. So until we talk next time. Take care and be safe and blessings. So be my friends. Thanks, Holly. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. You too. Thank you for spending time with me at the Soulful Cottage. I would love to hear from you if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes. Feel free to reach out to the Soulful Cottage at thesoulfulcottage at gmail.com. Join and share the Soul Shift Wellness Facebook group and visit www.soulshiftsanctuary.com. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, please consider leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform, as well as liking, following, and sharing the content and subscribing to the podcast. Your feedback encourages the Soulful Cottage and helps others find the show. Until next time, I wish you love and light. Bye for now.